Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 242. This episode is brought to you by Schoolhouse Teachers. Choosing a Schoolhouse Teachers membership means paying one price for the entire family for a whole year of curriculum choices. And this covers kindergarten through grade 12. What's more, you can choose from digital options like text-based, video-based, or interactive content that suits your child's specific learning style. But it's a whole lot more. You even get perks like teacher student ID cards, homeschool resources, discounts and freebies, plus activities and events year round. And of course, the support of the Schoolhouse Teachers community of homeschoolers that even includes live chat with reps. You don't have to homeschool alone when you're part of the Schoolhouse Teachers family. You can take advantage of their BOGO Fresh Start sale happening now. It ends on January 12th. And this will give your family two full years of schoolhouse teachers for the price of just one year. So it's buy one, get one, their fresh start happening now. And you can find that sale when you go to my link at 41more.com forward slash schoolhouse. Welcome to episode 242. Of course, the show notes are at 41more.com forward slash 242. Today, I thought I'd give you a peek inside my day as a homeschool mom of only two kids, which some of you only have two kids and you're like, what? Only two? That's still a handful. And yes, it can be, but I used to have five kids that I was homeschooling. So this feels super easy to me. I'm kind of winding down my homeschool career. I'm on the other side of, you know, I've gone up the hill and now I'm coming down the other side. And it's a really crazy place to be because I used to be that new homeschool mom with all the littles trying to figure it out. And now I'm on the other side and I'm like, wow, that went so quick. It's funny because people will ask me at church, you know, some, I'll ask a young mom, like, how's your homeschooling going? And she's got lots of kids and lots of littles and you know, it's fine and whatever. How's yours? And I feel like I, I, I feel funny answering because it's actually really easy now. And it didn't always used to be. It was a lot more time intensive and a lot more energy from me needed. But I guess God knows that as you get older, you don't have the energy you had in your 20s or your 30s. And things do need to kind of, you do need to graduate from some of your responsibilities. So I thought some of you might think it's interesting to see a little peek, like, what do I do all day? I find that most people in my real life don't even know what my day is like. They don't, I don't, and if you don't homeschool, I find most people just can't imagine, like, what does your day look like? So I thought I'd give you a little peek inside my day now with a fifth grader and a 10th grader. And then I'm going to contrast it to what it was like, you know, 10 years ago when I had lots of littles. And um, I'm going to give you some encouragement because no matter what your stage is, I think there's, there's some good takeaways from this episode. So in case you've wanted to be a fly on the wall in my house, I mean, I don't know who would want to be, but in case you're ever curious, like, what do you do all day? What does it look like once you've been homeschooling for you know, well over a decade, how do things kind of look in the future, especially if you have a lot of littles, here's what your future might look like. Here's a little peek inside my day as a homeschool mom to only two kids. So first of all, for me, an introvert who gets very tired very easily, I'm in my mid to late forties now, I hate to say that, but the best part is that we wake up when we want to. We don't set alarms. We don't have to be up early. 
I know that sounds lazy to some people. We're not lazy. We get a ton done, but I need my sleep. And honestly, I want my kids to get their sleep too. So we get up when we want to. Now, my high schooler does know that if he starts earlier, he gets done earlier because he has like a time that he has to get done for each class in order to calculate that credit on his transcript. You know, if he wants to sleep in and doesn't start till 10, that's fine, but he's going to be going all the way till dinner time. So it's up to him. He's largely independent these days and I just check on him as needed. I'm that resource person that puts together his, you know, yearly plan, helps him get started helps him when he needs, you know, some troubleshooting, but he's largely, largely independent. He checks most of his work and, um, you know, I print out his tests and I do check them, but honestly we wake up when we want, they don't need me right away. And that's how we start our day. I love the flexibility and the low stress of homeschooling mornings. It's not like throwing lunches together, throwing everyone on the bus. Like we don't have any of that. It's so wonderful. And I highly recommend it. So that's, um, maybe that sounds like such a funny way to start. It sounds really lazy, but I promise we're not lazy over here. So my teen uses Trello to know what needs done during the day. But really by this point in the year, he doesn't even need to consult it anymore. Now he does keep track of what he does from what time to what time in just a cheap dollar store planner. Because if my state ever came back and said, Hey, you know, like, you need to prove that your your child wasn't true and, and you know, we want to see an accounting for your year. Now, I have not really heard of this happening, but you know, as a homeschool mom, you kind of have in the back of your head, we maybe want a paper trail in case we're ever asked. So he keeps that to kind of give a proof that, hey, look, I did do history for an hour every day for this many days. I did earn my credit on the transcript. So, and plus it keeps him accountable so he doesn't goof off and he realizes he has to write it down. So I can look back and see, oh, what did you do on Tuesday? What What is this hour gap here? Were you just goofing off? Like I can, it's kind of a responsibility and accountability tool for us in our house too. So that's kind of how we work on that. Now, my fifth grader is also pretty independent. Um, Of course, I'm checking and following up. Now, things like math, I'm always sitting down and going over the concept, making sure she gets it. That would be one that I'm continually doing every day with her on the fifth grade level. Um, She is independent on some things like so fix it grammar. She does it. She checks her work. And if if something doesn't make sense, she'll say, mom, I don't understand. But actually, she usually did gets it just fine by herself, which is amazing, right? So in fifth grade, she's self-correcting. It's She's getting immediate feedback and she knows what she's doing. And so I'm around all morning to make sure she's staying on task, helping her, you know, helping her with different subjects that she does need a little bit of help on. But she is quite independent at this point. So by lunchtime, most of my attention that's needed for homeschooling is complete. So my fifth grader is free in the afternoons for hobbies, playing outside. She's currently learning sign language on YouTube. She's learning how to crochet. So she has a lot of things she wants to get to in the afternoon. My teen continues to work through the afternoon, but now I have free time to spend on things that I need to get done. So whether it's household tasks, um, church responsibilities I have, I have multiple you know, businesses. So of course I'm blogging and podcasting about homeschooling. Um, I have, um, Etsy shop and a vendor booth. I teach piano lessons one day a week. So I have a lot of things that I'm also juggling over here, but my whole afternoon is mine to work on that. And so for me as an introvert, I love being able to say, okay, you know, 
have fun. See you, see you at dinner time, and I can get stuff done that I need to. And I just, I relish that. Like my personality is such that I can't be going intensely all day long with all sorts of people. It burns me right out. So that's really helpful to have the afternoons for that. And on Tuesdays, I teach piano all day from my house. So my kids know on Tuesdays, you're kind of on your own and I'll help you if I can, but it's kind of like a day where you just work on your own and get everything done. That's a boring peek into my day. See, it's, it's kind of boring, isn't it? But it's lovely in the way things, some things now that I'm looking back have not changed and some things have changed. So let me kind of contrast that with how it was in say, um, let's say 2011 when we only had four, four boys within five years of each other. So, I mean, they were this big group of kids doing all the same things. We did a lot of things together in those years because that's the only way I could juggle these four boys, rambunctious boys, um, within a really close age gap. So back then, when I look back, I'm like, okay, I, good thing that I lived those years when I was younger because it took so much more time and effort and energy in homeschooling all those subjects together, right? So we would do science together, history and Bible and foreign language and music and memorization and read alouds and like everything except math and some lang- you know, language arts that needed to be individual. We would do everything together. But we mostly schooled in the mornings back then. There was no reason to go all day. We were done by lunch and the afternoons were so fun. I look back so fondly at like those boys would just go out and be boys and get dirty all afternoon playing outside. Um, it just was so much fun. Or if it was in the winter and it was cold, you know, they, they dump out all the trains or the Lego or the blocks or whatever. And they would just have a ball and they just play all afternoon. And this was just the best life ever. Um, there was no stress of like having to be somewhere, you know, having to get up at a certain time, So we could focus on homeschooling. And like I said, that effort, I had to put so much effort in, in the mornings to make sure we were staying on track and getting stuff done. But then the afternoon I could still have time to catch up on housework and stuff because we were done. So how things have changed as the kids have gotten older and mostly flown the nest. So we have two in college, one working from home, but working on college online a little bit. So how have things changed in the past 10 to, I don't know, 15 ish years. Number one, this sounds so funny that I wrote this down, but this was a big deal in my life back when I had all these little boys who, and babies who didn't sleep through the night. And then little boys who got up at the crack of dawn, I felt like I would never sleep again, but honestly I can sleep. And I, now that I've said this five times on this episode, it sounds like all I want to do is sleep. And then I'm really lazy, but I think it's just my personality type and my body. I need a ton of sleep and a to be able to function well. So if you're a mom like me and you feel like I need more sleep, it is coming as your kids get older. It really is. Even with homeschooling, it's awesome because you don't have to start at eight o'clock. You can sleep in if you need to. The other thing that's changed is I don't have to constantly be on top of everything every minute of the day as I had to be when everyone was little. And you guys that have little ones in your home, you know that you can't leave the two-year-old alone very long or else you're going to have a disaster on your hands. But things do change. And with homeschooling also, they become so much more independent and you're just you're just making this humongous, awesome a buffet for them for the year. And then they're working on it each day. And you don't have to do this nitty gritty daily effort like you used to. 
Something else that has changed is there's a ton more time for anything from volunteering to hobbies to side businesses, anything that you need to do on your end, you're going to have way more time. So for example, like 12, 15 years ago, when I had lots of little ones, there was no way I could have taught piano from my home while also homeschooling and having all the kids at home but I can do it now in this season. So if you're a little frustrated because maybe you're used to working, maybe you want to work and you're like, I can't do it right now. Some, your seasons will change as your kids get older, they're going to be more independent and things will change. I'm doing blogging and podcasting, which I wasn't doing 10 years ago. I wouldn't have had the energy or the time to put into it. I'm also still selling on Etsy, but I also am in a local vendor booth now. So that's part of my if you want to call it self-care, like I love being creative and doing crafts and painting and handmade items. So, I mean, that's more, I mean, that brings in some money, but that's not why I'm doing that. That's more of my enjoyment of like what fills me up. So I'm doing that. And then I have another endeavor that I hope to tell you about next year. If it's successful, (laughs) that will be a great homeschool mom income producing business that you can replicate on your timetable, anywhere you live. And I definitely will do a podcast on this. I'm hoping to be able to, to get this going next year. But what I'm saying is I have time for all these things now because I'm on the, I'm on the end part of my homeschooling journey, right? I couldn't have done this 10 years ago. So if you're really frustrated that you don't have time for the things you used to, um, because you're homeschooling, things do change and you will go through different seasons where you will have more time to do work, volunteer, hobbies, all of this stuff. Homeschooling now is way less time intensive. It's also great when your kids learn to drive and you don't have to take them everywhere. So, I mean, we've got tons of drivers. In fact, we have a fleet of cars here at our house now because we have so many people driving in our home that it's kind of ridiculous, but it is great because they can get everywhere they need to go. And I don't need to be, I don't need to be taking them there. And really we've talked about this on many other episodes. Your role as a homeschool mom does change through the years. At the beginning, the, you have so much more responsibility. Your kids are not independent, but then as they get older, they take on that responsibility. They are really independent and you become more of a coach and you're helping them reach their goals. You're not sitting there teaching them every day. And so this really takes the burden off you. Remember, you are trying to work yourself out of a job. And that is what I'm enjoying now is kind of that working myself out of a job. And the the benefit of homeschooling for a decade or 15 years or more, I know some of you have li- that listened to this podcast that you've told me you're, you've been homeschooling for like 20 years. And I'm like, you go, you are amazing. You have so much wisdom. And I think you'll agree that by the time you've homeschooled for even five years, you really learn what works and what doesn't, don't you? You realize, oh my goodness, why did I stick with that curriculum? It was terrible. Or you know, you're like, this totally works. I'm going to throw this other thing out and I'm going to stick with what works. You really do get good at choosing curriculum to fit your kids. And by the time you've homes, you're homeschooling your third, fourth, fifth child, you're much better than you were with those poor first oldest kids, aren't you? I tell you, those oldest kids in homeschool families, they are just wonderful because they had to be the guinea pig while mom figured out how to homeschool. But bottom line, let me give you some final encouragement here now that you've stuck around. Here's your final encouragement that I hope you take out of my boring little life, a little peek into my day and a peek into my look back at my homeschooling career. I think 
You just need the encouragement, even on the hard days, stick with it and realize that the intense need for you to be doing so much won't last forever. It's kind of like when there's a baby there, it's so exhausting for mom, but remember they're going to grow up. They're not going to need you as much as they do in those newborn years, right? It's the same thing with homeschooling. Your fifth grader isn't going to need you the way your kindergartner needs you. And so don't worry. It's, it's going to change. The seasons will get better and they'll ease up on you as a homeschool mom, but do enjoy those younger years, embrace lots of playtime And like I did an episode recently on consistency, I think that really is the key. It's not necessarily loads of time on on learning things. It's just this little daily consistency that's going to make the biggest difference. And honestly, this intense sacrifice from you of time, hobbies, meaningful work in the younger years, you know, when you feel like you're missing out because you have so much energy put into homeschooling, it's not going to last forever and it's really worth it. And finally, you won't ruin your kids by homeschooling. I love my adult children. I feel like they're being so successful in what God has called them to do. The best years are yet to come. And I feel like when you can homeschool and have that gift of time with your kids and relationship that you wouldn't have been able to foster if they were away from you at school all day, I think it's just the best the best thing ever. I, I just would never have chosen another path. I'm so glad we homeschooled. And I have no regrets about it. So stick with it, no matter if you're a mom of littles, if you're a mom of teens, if you're a mom of, you know, a dozen kids and they're all over the place and you still have another 20 years of homeschooling to go, stick with it. It's so rewarding. And no matter what season you're in, embrace it and enjoy this wonderful gift of being at home with your kids. Now, I am so excited that in the next three weeks of the month of December, we're going to have some amazing guests on the podcast. And so I'm wondering if I should tease the topics or make you wait. I Maybe I'll tell you what they are. We're going to have three amazing guests. They're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about this struggle we have between unschooling versus a traditional approach. So if you've heard the arguments for both type of approaches and you're like, which one do I do if my kids are better with one and I'm better with another, like how do I deal with this struggle that I feel between these kind of two extremes of homeschooling? This will be an excellent conversation. Then we're going to talk about how to save one third of your grocery bills using preparedness principles. I know we all can use that help right now with this economy. And then finally, we're going to talk about how do we do the homemaking routines while we're homeschooling? Like it sometimes feels like a big struggle too, doesn't it? Fitting everything in because we're not just homeschool moms. We also have to keep the house. We have also have to make meals because unfortunately everyone needs to eat several times a day. And I know that can be a real struggle for homeschool moms. So I've got amazing guests. I can't wait to share them with you. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. So you know, when we go live every Thursday, and those are some amazing, um, episodes coming up for you in the next few weeks. Okay. I hope you've been encouraged today to keep on keeping on. Thanks for joining us. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.